Welcome back, guys, to the Canes cast with your host, Seabass, and like always, to my right, Randy G. What's up, Canes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Canes cast. This is your co-host, Randy G. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're now on Instagram and Facebook at Canes cast and on Twitter at Canes cast 305 for all your hurricanes inside. What's up, Randy? Everything all good? Everything's good, man. How are you doing today? Good man, good man. Just uh, a little sad here. Found out the the last three hurricane games got pushed back two weeks because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, I I saw that as well. It looks like the Georgia Tech and Wake Forest game. Yeah, and North Carolina. So now we have Wake Forest, December fifth, following North Carolina, uh, December twelfth, and then Georgia Tech. December 19th. Wow. So they're moving the games back. Yeah, because of COVID. You know, uh, Manny Diaz reported after the game against Virginia Tech that the game almost got postponed because of the amount of lack in death in some positions. Yeah. I don't know if it makes uh, any sense to you, but I think I think the season, the college football season in general, is you know, it's got the 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 playoffs are gonna have to be pushed back. From from what I'm seeing here, yeah, I believe so. They're gonna have to yeah. get pushed back, maybe until the January 15th, maybe a month after the Hurricanes' last game, because of all the other games that they're they're trying to make yeah. back up. Yeah. They're they're canceling a lot of games. But in good news, uh, recruit five star. Leonard Taylor, he just moved up to number one player in Florida and third best player in the whole nation. Yeah, yeah, I was actually reading that. Yeah, yeah that's great, man. That's great news for the Hurricanes. We're going to need that D-tackle. He's just going to make our front four even more, like, disgusting. Yeah, defensive lineman. I'm, I'm reading it now here. Yeah, man. he's from for Bradenton. Oh no, yeah, yeah Bradenton. Yeah, well, uh, let's just jump to it to these Dolphins game. Um, man, are you surprised? The Dolphins are uh, six and three. Six and three, buddy. Uh, five wins in a row. Five yes, wins sir. in a row. That's how many for Tua? That's three for Tua. That's three for Tua. You know he's a winner. You know he's a winner, man. So I mean, he comes from. Uh, a very great university that's used to winning. Let's let's, let's break down this game. It's it was uh, it was the battle of the first rounders. Uh, you know, Tua went last year first round fifth pick, and Justin Herbert went sixth pick right after him. Yeah, let me tell you, it was a very very great uh, fought game. I mean, Tua was. 15 for 25 for 169 and two touchdowns. And Justin Herbert was right next to him with 20 for 32 with 187 and two touchdowns. The only difference is that Tua didn't turn over the ball compared to Herbert turning over the ball. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, Sebas, I saw a stat that I really liked uh, in Tua's favor. He had, to me, he had great pocket awareness. I Zero sacks taken. In this game, I think that was that's that's a big deal. That's a that big was, deal. For that was, that's a very big deal, especially since we 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 sacked Herbert twice. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at that right now. Zero sacks for Tua, man. He to me that that's great pocket pocket awareness. And have you seen the our running back Salvion Abed? He's yeah. he's he's filled some big shoes with Gaskins being out, and Gaskins re- I, re- reported being out till week twelve. So he still yeah. has some time to. Yeah, I think I think he he stepped up for sure, man. I think he was uh th- this kid was was one of the one of the reasons why we won this game because he had twenty one carries for eighty five yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he has that shaking bit uh, shaking bait, and he's pretty good at the backfield. I've seen him play, and although his stats on the receiving end isn't that great. But if you see the game and you see his route running and you see his ability to get open and on the route on the route uh, plays, he, he's a good quarterback. I mean, he's a good running back. He's gonna do really good for for the Dolphins, especially because they're gonna have that one two punch with Gaskin when Gaskin comes back. And, and the Dolphins have to believe in him because you know, I believe Monday they released Jordan Howard. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking here now. I'm looking at his college stats. Actually, he he, he did pretty decent last year in in 2019. He he actually went to the same college that uh, Miles Miles Gaskin went to, Washington. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had pretty decent numbers last year. I mean, not 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 bad, not bad. I I saw his his NFL combine. This this kid ran a four a four six. Uh, four six two. So I mean, like like you said, I don't think he's He's that fast, but he's he's shifty. If you see him when he takes the ball, he 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 could hit the holes. You know, he has good vision. I think he has good visions, and he definitely hits the holes, man. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And it seems like Miles Gaston is going to be out until week twelve. That uh, he has an MCL injury. It's probably like a sprained MCL, and they're probably going to take it easy. Especially the fact that the Dolphins might be able to win this. Uh, this conference, especially with the games they have left. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Sivas. Do you do you see this kid? Let's say Miles Gaskin, for some reason, uh, he doesn't play anymore in the season. You know, do you see this kid as a as a potential three down back? Because I was looking at his as profile. Uh, I like his size. The only thing I don't like is his weight. I think I think he, I, I would want to see him gain a little bit more weight. Just Maybe around he he's one ninety six right now, hundred ninety six pounds. I would like to see him more like around two two oh five two ten. What do you think about that? Do 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 you agree with me or? No, of course I definitely agree with you, because if it's if it's that fourth and one with two yards to go, I don't think he's gonna go run down the gut. He's gonna have to be a, a counter type running back that gets to the outside. So he's going to have to get a little bit more weight. Maybe he has to go He has to go to the conditioning coach for the University of Miami, Dan Feely, to get his weight up. Yeah, right. Yeah. But for the most part, for the most part, they're pretty solid. Third down conversion, 35%. Time of possession, 30 minutes. They did good, man. It was it was a pretty tough battle. Uh, I really, really do want to see Tua uh, play from behind. I want him to play when he's losing. I want to see how he reacts because for the last three games, I mean, I get it. They're tough games. I'm not going to lie to you. He beat the Rams at home. He went to the Cardinals, beat the Cardinals, and then he just came back home and won uh, against the Chargers. But 
defensively and special teams have been helping him a lot. I want to see how he reacts against adversity when the special team and the defense aren't there to help him carry the game. Because I don't know if you saw the game, Randy, but the first the first quarter, they're balling out of control. 14 points, two touchdowns. After the first quarter, I felt like they started like slowing down or not being able to go ahead and convert when they're in that red zone for that touchdown. A field goal is good. A field goal is good. But maybe when you're going against the Patriots, you're going to need that touchdown. Or if you're going against the Bills, which they do go on January 1st, they're going to have to, if they want to be, if they want to win the division, they're going to have to go through the Bills because the yeah. Bills right now are, are running the yeah. division. I completely agree with what with, with you said. Uh, Tua has not had has not had to go to work yet. I feel like this team is be, is being carried right now by the defense and the special team. I I completely agree with you on that. I haven't had to see Tua uh, play from behind yet, like like you said, touching up on that. But man, this defense, uh, Seabass, this defense. It's it, they can cause havoc, man. They, you know, they they can give it to you. So I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited in in what this team is doing, and, and especially in the coaching stuff. I think they I think they got this team playing hard every single week. They're 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 consistent. Of course, man. I believe it. Let me tell you something. The the Dolphins are the the tenth. I was looking I was looking online. They're the tenth most efficient. Um, I'm sorry, the sixth most, most efficient team in the NFL right now. The only teams that are in front of them, it's Pittsburgh, the the Chiefs, Baltimore, the Packers, and, and Tampa. Those are the teams in front of them in, in the most efficiency team in the NFL. So, man, I, I tell you what, I think I think they're looking good, man. They're they're really efficient. Let me ask you a question. What do you what do you see lacking from the Dolphins? Honestly, if I had to say right now what's lacking in this team, I want to see more. I want to see more from the receivers. I want to see more from the receivers and the tight ends. I think that's what they're lacking in. It's been kind of inconsistent with the receivers and the tight end. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And this, and, and the fact that we have pretty good receivers, man. Devontae Parker yeah. is a great receiver. He could get you on the outside. And we have speech with Jakeem Grant in the middle in the in the inside. And he, he I've seen him cuts. I've seen him work out. And he plays a lot faster with pads on for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, but let me let me tell you, look, I'm uh, just skipping a little head. I'm looking at the 2021 draft. And I don't know if you're aware, but we have two picks in the first round. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have we have Houston's pick right now. And how Houston's looking, they're two and seven. They're gonna probably fall within that first five picks. So we have we have a lot of picks. We have a lot of picks the next draft to build around Tool. If Tool is gonna be our guy, we have a lot of picks to build around him. Um at first, I would want a running back, but looking at the running backs we have, I think they're good enough, man. I think we just need to beef up the defensive, the defensive line a little bit more because that'd be great. For example, Farfetch, but imagine having uh, Gregory Russo out of Miami, and then having who's our other DN on the opposite side that we drafted like a year or two years ago? Uh, I'll tell you right now. Is it Lawson? Uh, have, the guy from yeah, Clemson. The, 
they have yeah they have they have um up yeah his name is should is he playing right now no should... he's not playing now um i think he's hurt uh wilkins wilkins right oh yeah christian go. wilkins but he's out he's he's actually hurt he's oh. actually hurt right now right now the starter is uh raekwon davis oh wow man so but i'm saying we, we could really we have this is a draft that we could we could build and make a run for a Super Bowl within the next two years. What about what about the play from Emmanuel Agba? He he's the defensive end on the other side. Do you know he he has seven point five sacks right now. That guy is wow. playing off the, off the top of his mind, man. He's, yeah, he's he's, he's really destroying that D line. I'm telling man. So imagine just being able to draft uh, a top tier D lineman or a top tier uh, linebacker. I mean, I don't think I think if two was your guy. Obviously, we should definitely stay away from Trevor Lawrence or drafting any type of quarterback in the first round. Yeah, I I tell you what, man, this I agree with you. I want to see him play from behind, but this defense, Seabass, this defense. If you've noticed in the last, uh, I have a re- uh, written down right here against Jacksonville, Forty ers Jets, Rams, Arizona, and the Chargers. So basically, the Dolphins have only had three games, which which are the three games that they lost. Uh, Seattle, Bills, and the Patriots. If you look at those those three games, this defense plays plays different depending on the on the on the style of the game. If they if they jump up ahead, this defense is aggressive. They create havoc. They they put eight guys, nine guys at the line of scrimmage. They they confuse the quarterback. They put pressure on the quarterback. If you look at the stats, they're there. Once they jump early on the other team, it's it's a wrap. It's a wrap. However, when they when they fall behind, this defense plays completely different, which is understandable. If you if you fall behind in the game, you want to be more conservative. You you want to play more zone. You want to play cover two. You know you you're not gonna blitz as much as as they do. The Dolphins on every third down when when they're up in the uh, on the scoreboard they they're blitzing. If if you see the games they they have eight guys on the on the line of scrimmage and they're playing man to man, cover zero. If one of those corners, uh, Xavier Howard or or what's his name, uh, Byron Jones, if one of them gets burned, it's a touchdown. So what do you what do you want to see differently on the defensive side of the ball? Well, I mean, right now, right now, what I like about this this defense is that they're aggressive. They 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 seem to come out every game and and smack smack them in the mouth because they they either cook, uh, you know, they either have an interception, a fumble. Uh, it, I don't know if you've noticed. I have his name written down. Have you heard about this guy? His name is Andrew Van Van Ginkle. Oh, that's. Uh, that's the, that's the guy that keeps on. That's the guy that keeps on getting a a, a block, a block uh, punt. Everything he did it against uh, Arizona, San Francisco, and he he had one against the Rams. Did you see the ones against the Rams that he he returned it for a touchdown? Oh yeah, I saw that one. Of course, that was a great but, game. But man, we we can't we can't count out the special teams. I think I I don't know if you're on board with me, but the special teams has been great. I think I think I think they've been great. Yeah, but it's going to get to a point where we're going to need a quarterback to bring us back into the game or to keep us in the game. I agree. I agree. And we're going to need a quarterback to score touchdowns. I mean, 15 for 25, 169, and two touchdowns stat line, it's good for the first quarter. But we're going to get to a point, like I told you, we have we have 
we still got to play Josh Allen. We still have to play um, a Joe Burrow. We still have to play uh, the Chiefs, you know? So we're gonna yeah. we're playing a lot of high scoring teams. So well, gonna, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna tell you something right now, see, Buzz, and uh, talk if you want to wanna me, give me the drum roll, if you want to give me the drum roll on this, because <laughs> I'm pretty me. sure I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a lot of smoke from from Dolphins fans out there, and oh, I'm okay man. with that. I, call me crazy, but I'm telling you right now, you're gonna hear it here on Kane's cast first. I'm I'm saying it this right now. Your co-host Randy G. It's going to tell you that the that the Dolphins are going to win this division. Okay? No. And I'm going to tell you how. And I'm going to tell you how. And, I, and we're going to come. And we're going to. Yeah. Date it. Date it. Because we're, we're going to come back. So. So I did a little a, a, a little math. And I have. The, like, like you said earlier. The Dolphins play the Bills on January 3rd. Which will be week 17. The last, in, the last in week. In Buffalo. Yeah. It, yeah, in Buffalo. So this is my prediction. The Dolphins are going to be ten and five going into that game, because <laughs> because I have them losing to the Chiefs and the Raiders, and then I have the Bills going in into that game at ten and five as well, because I have them losing to Pittsburgh. I think they're going to lose to Pittsburgh, and I think the Patriots in New England. And I think they, they they're going to lose that game. So I have them both going into this game at ten and five. And in that in that oh. game on week seventeen, the Dolphins are gonna win the division. <laughs> Let's do it! I so, believe it, man. I believe I'm it. I'm telling you right it. now. I'm telling you right now. I, I believe in this team, uh, man. The defense, Chivas, this defense, uh, they they had five five point five tackles for loss against against uh, the Chargers, and you know you know Herbert is he looks like a pretty good quarterback. No, nah, I think so too. Good. I think so too. I think uh, Herbert is going to be a good quarterback. I mean, they've only lost. I, I kind of I want to compare them, to be honest with you, because, I, well, I just want to compare Herbert with the 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 Chargers to the Dolphins because the Dolphins, three games they've lost. They've lost only by, the only one they lost by a double digit margin was against the first game of the season against a healthy okay. Cam Newton. Yeah, which yeah, a healthy okay. Cam Newton, and a Bill Belichick uh, offense. It's um. It's pretty dangerous, but if you look at the Dolphins against Buffalo, they lost by what is that three points? Yeah, Uh, against Seattle, they lost by a score. Yeah, so you're right, man. Easily, if we look easily, Randy, if we look at the schedule, the Dolphins could be what eight and one. Yeah, yeah, eight and one. So I mean, you're not you're not too far off by saying the Dolphins could win a division. I mean. They only lost by a field goal, uh, a field goal in against the Buffalo in week two. So I'm, I'm with you, man. I believe it's a bold risk. I would love to see the odds in Vegas, the beginning of the season, that the Dolphins would win this uh, division. But um, I honestly believe it, man. I honestly believe it. So let me ask you a question: a coming into this game, uh, the week, uh, this game on Sunday when the Dolphins play. The Denver Broncos at four oh five in Denver. Who do you see winning? So I was able to look up, you know, uh, some stats for this game. So Denver is three and six. They're they're three and six so far, and in the last four games, they're one and three. They've only won one game. 
So they're, to me right now, they're not a good football team. They have lost two in a row. And to me, the Dolphins right now, they they, they have five wins in a row. They have all the momentum yeah, in right. the world. You know, so I want to say this game is going to be at Denver. So the only thing that scares me is the, you know, the high altitude, you know, the weather, there, mm-hmm. the weather and, and the West Coast, you know, the trip. But besides that, Seabass, I think I think Denver is has fallen behind. If I looked at the last at the last three games and they, they fall behind early, they fall behind in the scoreboard early. And what did I say about what did I say earlier about the Dolphins when when that defense comes out firing? What what happens? They They control the game. And they take early leads, and and the defense creates havoc. They create turnovers, and then they don't have to depend so much on Tua. So what I'm going to tell you with this is, is that I think the Dolphins are going to win this game in Denver, just because Denver is not a good football team right now. They 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 fall behind in the score in the scoreboard. So I think the Dolphins are going to come out and they're going to and they're going to take it to them. And I I think I think they're going to win this game. If you could give me a score, what would be the score? Right now, I would say 27, uh, Dolphins 27, and Denver 17. Okay, man, we'll take that. We'll take that into yeah. – put that on my notes. And, yeah, um, and, and I think and I think it's going to be and – like, and like I said, I think it's going to be the defense is going to lead the way again. The defense is going to lead the way again because, man, they, they – you know what, Seabass, what I like about this team, uh, and especially on the defensive side, I, I can't say this enough, is the consistency that that is being shown. You know, every week you feel confident. Everything that comes out out, out of the locker room is positive. You know, they, you, you know what team you're getting. This is not the same old Dolphins that we've had here in the past. Where where you don't know what 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 game you're gonna get. You don't know if the offense is gonna play good. You, you didn't know if the defense was gonna play good. You know, with this team, they're they're, build, they're building a culture and and they they come out every game and they play hard. They play hard. A winning culture. Yeah, a winning culture. Yeah. It's about time. It's I feel like maybe the team is rallying behind Tua. And they're saying, Tua, you are a guy. You are mm-hmm. a quarterback. You need to lead this team. You need to lead this team to victory. Yeah. I really like yeah. Tua, man. But, yeah, man, moving forward, man, we got a really great games this week. We got to, starting tomorrow. Tomorrow is a banger. Tomorrow we got at 820, we have the Cardinals at Seattle. Is is that the Thursday night game? Yeah, that is a Thursday night game. Who do you got there winning? You said Seattle and Arizona? Yeah, Cardinals at Seattle. Cardinals at Seattle. Uh I don't know, man. Seattle has been Seattle has been dropping the ball as of late and, and Russell uh Wilson has, has had a couple turnovers, key turnovers. Um so it's at Seattle. Uh, let me tell you, Arizona's good, man. Arizona, I think I think Arizona can pull out the upset. Arizona, you give me a score. Uh, I can't give you a score because I mean I, I, don't, I haven't even looked at the spread. What What do you think if you if you had to pick a score? What, what do you think? Oof, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a shootout. Last game was a shootout. I would say forty four thirty eight. Seattle. Wow. 
Wow, that's high scoring. Yeah, yeah. but he's going to be a shootout. I mean, you got two really good quarterbacks. You got two really good offenses. Um, the Seattle's defense, I want to say, is all time worst because the defense in Seattle is always the Legion of Boom. They've yeah, always been a very good defense. And for some reason, their defense this year is not that good. But they I have agree. they I have agree. they have an MVP in in Russell Wilson. Yeah. And he's been leading them to victories. We got another good games too. We got um the six and three Titans versus the six and three Ravens. And to be honest with you, Lamar Jackson has let me down this year. He's not the same as he was last year. And he's going against pretty good defense in the Titans. And I don't know. I I know I'm going to get a lot of crap from my Dolphin fans. But I think Tannehill takes this one. I think the Titans going to beat the Ravens. It's going to be an upset. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. And, again, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this because I'm going to say something that maybe some people don't agree with me. But my personal opinion is Lamar Jackson, to me, he's not a real quarterback. Lamar Jackson is is Lamar Jackson is an athlete. He's an athlete playing quarterback. That that's a different, you know what I mean, Sebas? That's a different thing. He's an athlete. Yes, he's he he can take off anytime. Yes, defenses have to to adjust to his game because he's he could run the ball. I understand that. But when it's time to step up and make the throw that you need to make and and put it in the chest for your receiver. I don't see Lamar Jackson as an elite passer. So yes, you're you're right. I do agree with you. I think this year he has let me down as well because I I I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, especially last year since the MVP year that he had. I I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I just don't see him as an elite passer. That that's what separates him. Let me let me um, ask you. Let me let me let me interrupt you there. Do you believe it's Lamar Jackson or do you believe it's his wide receiver court? Now, now hold on. If I take Russell Wilson out of that team and put Lamar Jackson in there, would that team still have that? That not even that team. That offense will still have the same success as it did if it had Russell Wilson. In in Seattle, in Seattle, or in or in Seattle, in Seattle. If I put Lamar Jackson in Seattle, will that will DK Metcalf still beat DK Metcalf? Will Tyler Lockett still beat Tyler Lockett? Will um, Chris Chris Carson, but he's hurt. Or DJ Dallas would still be DJ Dallas because you know Seattle has a lot of Russell Wilson has a lot of help with uh, a very young goat in DK Metcalf with a veteran like uh, Tyler Lockett and with a great running game that they have because you know DJ Dallas hasn't been getting the ball a lot, but he's a great running back. And right next to him, you got Travis Homer, and behind them, but he's hurt right now. He he's, would be the starter, but he's hurt yeah. with Chris Carson. You know, he has a lot of weapons around that team. So my question is, if I take Lamar Jackson out of the Ravens and put him into any team with a three-headed monster, such as, like, Seattle, such as Tampa Bay, such as the Chiefs, such such as uh, even the Chargers, because I think the Chargers. But I don't, I don't, I don't see it, man. I still don't see it. I, no? don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If you put him in Seattle, D, DK Metcalf will still put up numbers, and so will Tyler Lockett. But they will not be having the years that they will they're having with Russell Wilson throwing them the ball. Wow. I, that, I just see a difference because to me, to me, Mark Andrews, uh, Mark Andrews, the tight end, he's not a bum. He he's not a scrub. Uh, Marquise Brown. 
he he's a deep threat. I mean, you, all you got to do is put him on a go route, and and I mean, he's got to be accurate. You just have to be able to take the shots. Yeah, you but know, it's different. Shots on field. It's different. It's different, especially like if you if you I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just me in my opinion. If I take Lamar Jackson and put him in the Tampa Bay Bucks and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that I think Lamar Jackson would thrive. So let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question. Again, we we don't we don't we don't argue here. We just like like me and you have said before. We have a debate. This is what we're doing. We're having a debate. But let me ask you a question. So if you put so if you put Lamar Jackson in Seattle right now, you put him in Seattle right now. Do you think do you think DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett will be having the the years that they're having right now? Because technically, DK Metcalf. And Tyler Lockett, I believe they're they could be at the top of the of the chain in any other. Yeah, team. they're 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 combined. They're top, I want to say fifteen, and yeah. that's that's rough. That's I mean that's just a ballpark, but I'm pretty sure they're top twelve with Tyler Lockett with, being twelve and maybe DK Beckham being with, seven. With Lamar Jackson throwing them the ball, do you think that they'll be having the same uh, career numbers? Because those are career numbers, the way that they're of heading. course. Um, to be honest with you, I think so because once you're playing Lamar Jackson, like you said, he's a freak of an athlete. He's an athlete. So once you're playing that style of quarterback, you're gonna have to have a QB spy. That removes somebody from the defense and being strict and focused on only the quarterback. So I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like I think they'll have a better. Well, he better convince me. He better start <laughs> convincing me. I, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt last year. I really was. I was. I was. I was actually defending him. Last year, when people were telling me that he that he wasn't a passer, but he uh, is. He, he's a he's a passer. But I guess what I guess what what you're trying to say is maybe he's a run first, pass later type of guy. I just want to see more accuracy. I don't know. Yeah. I, I see some of the throws and they're not you know they're not consistent. So I just want to see you know I just want to see more accuracy. I'll tell you what. Oh my god, that would be a nasty team if I take Lamar Jackson and put him in the Vikings. Vikings to the Super Bowl. Super I'm not. Bowl? Yeah, if the Vikings without, I don't think Kirk Cousins is that good. That's my opinion. I think he no, got he's not. he no, got he's overpaid. Not. He got not. way overpaid. I'm if you over, put Lamar Jackson I'm... in the Vikings with Adam Thielen, with Justin Jefferson, with Dalvin Cook, and Kyle Rudolph, it's a wrap, man. That, I'm, that's, I'm so done with really good with, team. I'm so done with Kirk Cousins. I think he's yeah, he's, he's overpaid, just, overrated. He's average. He's just average. Yeah, man. And then um, for this week to 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 end the deal, end the night, end the week. We have the Rams and the Bucks. Bucks coming off of that super hot, super hot game. It should be a good. It should be a good one. And like always, I'm gonna take the Bucks. Bucks at home. You can never bet against TB12. You can never bet against that guy. No, yeah, uh, that that would be my pick too. Oh, and that's the listen. That's a prime time game. That's Monday night, uh, buddy. Yes, Monday sir. Night. Yes, sir. Monday night. Yeah, I, I would say Tampa. Tampa. I, I would take Tampa Bay all the way. I, I'm with you on that one. And I'll shoot that one like a 31-17, 34-17. I think the Bucks stop them in their tracks. Yeah. And and I'm sorry, going back to that game, the Baltimore and Tennessee, I'm with you as well. I, I, I will pick Tennessee. I will pick Tennessee. Yeah, man. And in other news, man, we got some uh, – any sleepers for this week? Do you have any? Fantasy? Yeah, I do. I do. I always do, man. Uh, I went. I, I went through uh, four and one this week. Four and one, actually. Oh yeah. This week, yeah. Uh, it was a good. It was a good week. 
the week. Yeah, I do. I I would say, I mean, right now, right now, I think the number one guy that you have to pick up if if you need a receiver, you need Michael Michael Pittman, the the receiver for for the Colts. And I believe that he's still available in a lot of leagues out there because he he's available in th- in in three of the five leagues that I'm that I'm a part of. That's if you need a receiver. Yeah, receiver Michael Pittman. He he's looking like 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 a number one receiver in 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 Indianapolis. It's tough, man. I thought Ty was going to be that guy this year, especially with uh, Philip Rivers throwing him the ball. Me too. Me too. Huge but, huge yeah. drop off. Yeah, Huge very drop off. Very d- disappointed, man. I thought he was, you know, because Philip, um, Philip Rivers loves to throw the ball. That's my boy, man. That's my boy. I went to high school with him, T.Y. Hilton, Miami oh, Springs, yeah. senior high, baby. Yeah, man. They, obviously, sleeper Salvion Ahmed, the running back for the Dolphins, man. If you had Good Gaskins, pick. I hope I hope you picked up Ahmed because this guy, he looks like he's carrying the ball. He looks like he's gonna carry his weight, and I love his vision. I love his vision, man. I love his vision. He when, once he gets the ball, he he sees the hole, and he hits the hole, and and that's that, that's the number one thing I look for when when a running back gets that ball. Of course, of course, because that's the most important part. Once you hit that hole and you make players miss, it's a wrap. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's all the information we have for today here at the Canes Cast. Like always, man, like, post, repost, and, and share our content. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Canes fans, Dolphins fans, go ahead and follow us. We we're gonna bring it to you how it is. You know, we we have our predictions. Like me, I said it again. Dolphins are gonna win this division. But I speak from the heart, and that's what I see. That's what I feel. And I'm your co-host, Randy G. Just follow us on Instagram, Facebook, at Canescast, Twitter, Canescast305. Go Canes, baby. Go Canes.